0: What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to Combo's Court, Episode 11, the second installment with Mr. Fomer Simpson, strolling with Foamy, Part 2. Go grab yourself some body armor. Tell him Combo sent you. Uh, Foamy and his brother had the chance to play in the three-on-three national tournament in Colorado Springs. We discuss, we also speak on Foamy's diet, and he gives you some advice if you want to start something new on the internet, a passion project, or just anything in general. Please, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star rating and a friendly comment, right on your Apple Podcasts app, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. You can follow me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Follow follow Foamy at Mr. Foamer Simpson. That's M-R-F-O-A-M-S-I-M-P-S-O-N. Let's get into it.
1: Grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle pay the price, wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life, all my life, been grinding all my life, sacrifice,
0: hustle so pay the your price. Brother man, you guys uh played in the three on three national tournament in Colorado Springs. We did. Uh I got I had a chance to play in one three on three tournament with FIBA rules, and I think it's so interesting. I don't think people really know what's going on with three on three right now. I think it's awesome with the rules, and it distinguishes itself from the five-on-five five game even more. Yeah, you know, um, you got the—is it a fourteen-second shot clock? Twelve, it seconds. is, right? What is it? Twelve-second shot clock. its right whats it 122nd shot clock 12 So yeah, it was a twelve-second shot clock. The basketball is a little bit smaller, but it's the same weight as a as the ball we use in five-on-five. Is five. Right. It, and honestly, I think you might have to be in better shape to play three-on-three three FIBA rules than five-on-five because. Five-on-five, five, you can kind of hide on defense, kind of like I do. I was never <laughs> – as everybody knows on Instagram because I talk about it all the time. But um, there's no way to hide on defense. You have to be able to move your puppies. It's it's a crazy sport, man, and it's going to be the Olympics. and I, I think it's awesome. What's your experience with it?
1: Yeah, man. Three-on-three three is is nuts, man. It really is. It's – you know, when I was first getting into it, I was like, you know, how tiring can three-on-three three really be? It's half court. Um but it, it's it's crazy it's it's so exhausting that you really have to play it with those three on three FIBA rules to understand what I'm saying it's it's way more exhausting than any five on five I've ever played it's
0: hundred percent it, I was exhausted bro and also if because I, I kind of played with a team that I knew them, but we didn't have practice as a right. three-on-three team. So you don't—the subbing patterns are off. It's—you know what I mean. You—it's you, so strategic.
1: Yeah, it—it it really, really is. It's—it's it's an extension of basketball, but it, it, it's so different than regular five-on-five. Honestly, it's almost like its own sport.
0: One hundred percent.
1: Yeah, it's, and that's good and bad. You know, for a guy like me, I mean, five-on-five—that's the game that I fell in love with. You know, in Europe. They've been doing this three on three thing for a long time. So kids grow up playing three on three over there. It's not, they don't have AAU over there. A lot of the kids, you know, they're playing three on three in what would be the AAU season here. And it hasn't really caught on as much here, although with it being announced as an Olympic sport in 2020, it's really, really starting to grow. I was at the USA three on three nationals last year and this year. And this year, the competition was way, 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 way better. Um, just to put some stuff into perspective for the people listening, for the players out there listening, um, I think this kind of illustrates three-on-three three pretty well. The, there was a team last year at the Nationals that was strictly D-League players, and um, or I guess it's G-League now, G-League players, and right. really productive guys um I, I don't want to butcher their names there was a guy mike henry i think that ended up getting signed by the grizzlies there was a a, a kid named alfonso that ended up getting signed by the raptors um th- there was guys that got nba contracts shortly after that and they uh their team struggled when we were out there i think they won a couple games that was it and um you know i think they might have been two and five or something like that. And they were by far the most talented team there. And the team that won it was, and they also won again this year, by the way, three, uh, three Ivy league players. And then, you know, kind of a big man energy type player, um, who was mostly, you know, kind of like the junkyard dog a little bit, but the first year we didn't play them. We played them, uh, just a few days ago. And they, they beat the brakes off us, man. They, they were, they, 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 they had, like you mentioned, you hadn't practiced with the team. You, you know, these guys have been playing together for years. They, a couple of them were even college teammates. They, the three guys they have on the perimeter can shoot the piss out of it. They have a, like a legit offense, like with, you know, backdoor cuts and screens and slips and screen the screener and all types of reads and it, it's like you don't even know what hit you. It's it's like everything is happening so fast. The ball's coming out of the net. They're already spotted up at the three point line. It, it, it's 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 a crazy, crazy game, but it is a lot of fun to play. And I love playing it. Having said that, it could never for me It could never take the place of what five-on-five
0: is and does. Right. The awesome part of it is you get to play with your brother again, as you did in college. Yep. And I wanted to know, what is the process to get into the Nationals? Like, is there like a ranking system? How does that work? So you have to win a qualifier. You know, that's one of the things too. And that's why, honestly, the best
1: teams are from Europe because they have so many of these three-on-three tournaments. So obviously – they just have more practice. Practice makes perfect. And right. over here, you have Mountain Dew that, you know, did the New York City joint that you played in. They did They did one in Miami. They did one in LA. And I think they did one in Chicago. Um, but there's not a ton of those pro level three on three events here. And as a result, there just aren't as many good American teams and especially because we're a little bit newer to the scene, whereas in Europe they've been playing it for longer. But um, how you get to Nationals out in Colorado is you have to win a qualifier. You have to win a qualifying event. And there's a, there's a good amount of them, but there's not that many. Like we won, my team, we won uh, – one that was right down here, local in the Tampa Bay area, and we were, you know, fortunate enough. We played played well enough to win. I'm trying to think in the southeast. It just so happened it works out well for us. That's actually one of the reasons we got into three on three because it, it was a local thing here where they had a qualifier, and we were like, "Oh, cool, yeah, let's play in it." But yeah, um, I think the qualifier that we played in is the only, you know, um, like sanctioned qualifying event in the Southeast of the United States. So I know there was one in New York. I know, you know, LA had one, Chicago, DC had one. Um, so, but there's only 12 teams out in, um, out in Colorado. So there's not more than that. There's
0: not more qualifiers than 12. Right. Right. It's uh it's a great alternative because, you know, In uh, in America, we have so many great players, and there's not that many alternatives to the NBA. So maybe one day there'll be a pro three-on-three FIBA rules league. We have the big three already. It's a totally different sport, by the way, like big three and what we're talking about now. I think that's awesome, too. But maybe one day we'll have a professional-level FIBA three-on-three league in America. I think that would be cool. You know, they're trying to make alternatives like the TBT. Right. You know, that they have like pro level leagues that aren't the NBA. Obviously, the D League is the minor league. Right. I think we can have so much more of that in America because there's so many guys that could play. Exactly. You know, and
1: so, so many guys, it would really be dope if that was an option because so many guys, you know, if you do want that alternative, you got to go across the pond, you know, and, you know, be away from your family and, and, and be over there. You know, if there were legitimate options here that were real alternatives. um, I think it would be a good look, especially because, you know, as you mentioned, there is so much talent here in the United States when it comes to basketball. I mean, more than anywhere else. I mean,
0: it's there's talent everywhere here. Yeah, I mean, 100 percent. And who knows? Maybe there will be a professional league one day. I think I think the whole three on three movement is awesome. And I think it'll catch on quick. Definitely. And especially with the Olympic thing, that's definitely going to add some juice to it. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, uh, this is something actually I had never had to deal with. You gained a lot of weight at one point. um, what kind of diet changes have you made and lifestyle changes in general to lose the weight again? I never thought you would get big like that to be honest because I knew you when you were about seventeen, yeah, and you were you were just always a skinny dude and yeah
1: it's crazy it it, it is man, you know that's a thing that you know you see with a lot of athletes, you know some guys are lucky, you know like my brother has you know the ultra quick metabolism, um, and can kind of eat whatever, although he eats healthy too, but no, man. Yeah. You know, when I had had knee surgery and you know, I was, I was looking at like six months to a year and I was just laying around and I was doing some rehab stuff, but you know, I kept eating what I had always eaten, which was, you know, uh, whatever I wanted really breads, pastas, fast food, you know, just whatever I wanted. I never watched what I ate. I never, um, that was never like a concern for me. Like what I put into my body as far as food went and, um, you know, going from playing every day and in the gym a few times a day to, to nothing. And yeah, no, I, I ballooned up, man. I went from, uh, I went from 210 to actually like 270, man. And, uh, wow. Was it mental? Is that what, what it it was like you were in a bad state of mind? Yeah, that was definitely a part of it. You know, I was very frustrated. I didn't, know what my next move was. My body didn't feel good. It wasn't getting
0: better. I, I definitely- Well, I think that, that's, a, that's a scary feeling in general when your basketball career is pretty much over, which happens to everybody. Right. Father time is undefeated or whatever the reason is you stop playing. Like it happens to everybody and it's a very tough situation.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It was It was tough, man. It was definitely like a low point in my life. Um. And it was, you know, for guys like you and I who, you know, basketball- it is it everything, you know, right. You know, you know, growing up, you know, there were no plan Bs. There were no, you know, uh, fan. There was no family money or family business to get into. There was no, it was hundred percent. It, it was, it was basketball or nothing, man. And, uh, so it, it was a tough pill to swallow. And I struggled with that. And that definitely did add to the whole gaining the weight thing. And, you know, I, I just was, I just didn't feel good. And, uh, so yeah, man, when I finally, you know, got myself together and, you know, decided to make some changes, yeah, man, I, I just cut out carbs and sugar pretty much. And, and the weight started just peeling off me because I'm not norm. I'm not naturally, like you mentioned, I'm not, a am not a chubby guy. I'm not a big guy. You're always skinny. Always, yeah, always skinny. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, man, I, you know, I lost, I lost the weight quick and, uh, you know, now I fluctuate. Um I still gotta get a little bit leaner, but uh you know now You look
0: pretty lean. From what I see on Instagram, you look pretty lean. I didn't even realize it like the only reason I realized it was you one time was the big beard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you were thin. Man. Word that, that the, the beard is the same thing now. <laughs> but uh it's um you know, it, it, it's not even for me at this point, it's not even about a weight thing really. It's more like body composition. Um Okay. You know and health.
0: What's that? and health, obviously.
1: Oh, oh, of course. But that, that that goes along with the body composition, you know, but, um, so yeah, I'm not trying to be 3% body fat, but I definitely do want to get a little bit leaner, but yeah, I, I just cut out all the breads, all the pastas, no gluten, um, you know, no carbs really. If I do, even if I do do a cheat meal, like sometimes like once a week, um, you know, I'll do a cheat meal, but I still try to stay away from the gluten. So even if I do carbs, you know, I'll make it, rice or potatoes or something that doesn't, you know, I, I won't necessarily go get, you know, a plate of pasta or something like that. That's really, really gluten heavy. Um, so, and yeah, and I just try to, you know, uh, keep the sugar down, you know, for the cheats sometimes. I got
0: the, I definitely have the sweet tooth. So I, I try to do, I try and keep it down as well. <laughs> yeah, no, no, the, the, the,
1: sugar will get you. I, I recently, uh, cut coffee out because, um, Starbucks. I had become a Starbucks fanatic, man. But that stuff is so loaded with sugar; it's scary. Well, I mean, if you just get it black, uh, I can't do. I, I I can't do straight coffee, man. I'm not. I'm not built like that. That's people who can do straight coffee. Respect, because that's that's a different breed. That's me, Mike. Wow, every day. You know what? I'm not surprised, man. Uh, uh, a guy like you with 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 that type of dedication and uh, commitment, I, I'm I'm not surprised. That's. My brother does it too. No. Shit. I got a
0: real, yeah, I was going to get into that. I got a real serious question for you. How much coffee does your brother really drink?
1: He drinks, uh, <laughs> he drinks a good amount of coffee, man. I, It's, uh, yeah, I'd say he does, uh, you know, probably, well, it depends what we're calling a cup, you know, um, I'd say if a cup is eight ounces, I'd say he probably does five cups a day. Woof. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a lot, man. Yeah. Savage. That's a man. lot. Speaking to your brother, you guys made a very successful YouTube channel over the years. Um, do you have any advice for anybody who wants to start a YouTube channel or any pro- or any passion project of any kind?
1: Yeah, I would say um, you know th- that's one of the reasons why I'm super grateful for basketball is because it it taught me how to be successful in other areas because the same rules apply no matter what you know. Sure, the lane you're in might change or shift and. You know, there might be different little details specific to each area, but it's really, you know, hard work and persistence and being passionate about what you're doing. I mean, that's the most important thing. Like if you're getting into something just because it's cool or just because, you know, oh, well, I want to make some money or, oh, well, this is what I'm supposed to do or this is what, you know, my parents want me to do or, you know, whatever, whatever the case is, it's, you're not going to be nearly as successful if you're really, really passionate about it. And as long as you're passionate about it, then it's just comes down to not giving up. And, you know, when you hit bumps in the road, adjusting, you know, tweaking the plan a little bit, tweaking the strategy a little bit and getting back to work. You know, it's like, you know, you get knocked down, you get back up, adjust and, and keep moving forward. I think that in my life, that's what's been the biggest thing for me is that I'm good at just putting one foot in front of the, in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. Like, um, if there's a goal, just, just working towards it, just working towards it. And even when the vision gets a little bit blurry, as long as you keep moving in that direction, you know, the next thing you know, you look back and you're like, damn, I came pretty far. You know, I, I like where I'm at
0: and I like where I'm going. Right. I mean, there's good day. There's always going to be good days and bad days. And those bad days is when you really have to push through. Exactly. In fact, and go and go even harder, you know, definitely. Um, yeah, man. Great talking, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, It was a pleasure, man. (laughs) Yeah. We we, we get to talk all the time, but it's usually, you know, five minute interviews. I'm I'm happy we got to spend half an hour.
1: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) man. um, you know, I think it's really cool what you're doing with the podcast. I know it's, for me, it's kind of cool because I have some friends who have a friend who, um, you know, started a a clothing lineup and I was kind of there to see it from the beginning, uh, in the beginning stages and, uh, you know, a couple other guys doing stuff like that. And now you with, you know, Combo's Court, it's, uh, it, it's dope to watch it because, you know, seeing something be built from the start is it, just really, really cool. It's, you know, you see somebody who's, you know, already been doing something and they've got built this huge platform and all these things. And, you know, it, it's still nice, but to be able to see it from the very beginning, especially from a friend is uh is really really cool, so I think it's awesome what you're doing and so uh, you know thank you for having me it's uh it, it's a pleasure I'm glad you know it's, it's, it it's it was it was overdue actually I remember you know right when you were starting it up, I was like man, I gotta hit him up i you know you know we gotta chop it up and uh I, I gotta get on there, so I'm glad that we were able to make it happen
0: right and likewise man I remember when on twitter when you were uh point guard underscore i don't know what <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, Wow, throwback, uh, yeah. super throwback. Yo, you know what's funny? You uh, I, I hit you on Twitter when right around the time I was overseas, and I was, and also by the way, when I was overseas, I always watch your shows, the performance videos. You know, I'm a ball player, so those what I really love. You know, I want everybody from Combo score to check those out, and everything else as well. But anyway, when um, when I uh, hit you up by your government name, man, you kind of went at me. You're like, yo, don't, <laughs> yeah. What, what, did I, what did I say? You were like, yo, chill with the government name. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> yo, yeah, you know what it was? It, it, it's crazy because on the internet, you know, you really put yourself out
0: there, you know? 100%. That's why I try and keep my personal life private because I like not, – not to be arrogant, but I know this thing is going to get big. I see where it's heading. Exactly. And I kind of don't – I don't want my private life out there either. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I understand it.
1: Yeah, that's exactly where I was with it, you know? So it's – it was kind of like – and, and I didn't really – I was kind of, I didn't know anybody who was doing it. I didn't have anybody, you know, it was kind of like I was just my own guinea pig, so to speak. So I was like, I didn't know, but I was like, man, I don't know if I really want my my government out there. I didn't even know if, you know, I definitely didn't want, because you can find out quick, man, where people live and this and that and phone numbers. And so I was like, man, I was, uh, you know, treading lightly. But, you know, now it, it is what it is. You know, now, um, you know, we, we've built what we've built and, you know, we're, very appreciative of, you know, all the love and all the support that, that people show. So, yeah, that, that, that's funny, though. I, I completely forgot all about that Twitter handle. Yeah, that was that's a throwback right there.
0: So, yeah, man, I just, you know, I saw you from the beginning start out and where you got to now is just amazing. And you were doing it before, like everybody talks about content and documentation. Right. And, and you were doing all that stuff before a lot of people. So I think that's really dope. And I'm really happy for you where where it is now, man. Appreciate you being on the show um keep hooping in your combo socks and uh keep hooping man that's
1: all bro (laughs) definitely man and when i'm uh when i'm up in the city in a few weeks uh we'll link up for sure
0: there it is thank you for listening to strolling with foamy part two it would mean the world to combo if you left a five-star rating and a friendly comment right on your apple podcast app combos court family i appreciate you be on the lookout for episode 12 Combo out.